Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So glad you tuned in. We're at the end of the year almost, my gosh. But for those of you who don't know me, my name is Cheryl Howard. Some of you know that I'm an inspirational transformation strategist. I am a certified life purpose coach, a speaker, a best-selling author, and a pastoral counselor, and a mental health professional. <laughs> but anyway, welcome to Cheryl's Get Your Life Back podcast. At the beginning of this year, I did a, a live video talking about a 2020 vision. And you know, you see what 2020 has brought so much. There's so much that we can say about 2020. But I wanted to do a wrap up of 2020. Um, what kind of all of the things that we've gone through, and that's why I'm gonna name this podcast, All of the Things 2020. Um, and then I wanna do my wrap up here, and then we'll talk about going into 2021, what that might look like for you, what that might look like for me, and all of the things that we are praying about. So that's what I really wanna focus on today. Uh, we've had have experienced so much. We experienced good. We experienced some bad things. We experienced some ugly things this year, um, and then we also experienced some successes. A lot of us had successes um, during this time, the pandemic going on, and all throughout the protests and all the stuff that we encountered this year, especially in the United States. There's some good news, you know. And thank God for that. That in the midst of it all, it's good to hear some good news, some good stories, some successes people achieving some goals, people transforming, transitioning. And so, you know, a lot of times we need to start focusing on those things because, because we've been through so many things that's been negative in 2020, we gotta find a source of light, a source of strength, inspiration, and motivation. And you know that's what I'm all about. For those of you who follow me, if you don't follow me, I need you to go to, um, find me on YouTube. You can subscribe and like, but you can also find me on Instagram, Cheryl.GetYourLifeBack. YouTube, Cheryl Howard, Get Your Life Back, Inspirational Coaching, but you can just put Get Your Life Back, you ain't got to do all that. Um, I'm also on Facebook at Cheryl Howard, Get Your Life Back. So if you type in Cheryl White Howard, Get Your Life Back, I'll, I'll pop up somewhere <laughs> on the internet streets, okay? But anyway, um, I'm glad you tuned in today. I really want your comments, well, you know, on this video on YouTube or wherever you watch this at. I would like to get some feedback and maybe we can continue the conversation. But yes, I want to talk about all of the things 2020. I'm so glad today because I'm not by myself. I actually have a guest. I don't always want to be the only one speaking. <laughs> so I'm getting back into having some more guests on my podcast. Some of them will be interviews, but today I'm just going to have like a co-host type guest. <laughs> and I'm going to give an intro to, about him and then I'm going to bring him on. His name is David Towns, also known as Dave LT because he is an artist. He's a musician. He's a visionary, he's a man of God, he's a minister, I think that's a musician, and so much more. And I wanted to bring him in as my buddy, my friend, my bo, my pal, all that good stuff, right? <laughs> and I wanted him to join me today so we can just kind of talk about this thing and I'll engage him in the conversation. And I want you to engage as well. So I need you to leave some comments. I know this is not live, but I'll go back and I'll read the comments and also answer them as well. So without further ado, I welcome David Towns known as Dave LT. Hey, what's up, there everybody? Dave LT here. How y'all doing? What's up? Hey, so you all right? How are you? I'm great, great. Things are well. Thank you for asking. Good. So we're yeah. on different sides of town. I'm in the VA, and David is in the MI, which is Michigan. I'm in the, <laughs> I'm in the D. Peace. So, what I want to first ask you is how's the weather out there? Because I know it's different in Virginia. Well, here today is kind of mildly. The weather is, we have about 55 degrees, um, a little snowy, okay. wet ground, but we're doing great. You know, we're, it's something we're not even, it's, it's common here, so I'm used to it. Right. Yeah. But that's not bad mm -hmm. for today, 55, because I know you had some 30 degree weather already. Yes, we did. Absolutely. And, um, you know, you know, Virginia is up and down. <laughs> yes, I've seen you So it guys. might be 70 today, and then it could be 30 tomorrow. Absolutely, yeah. So I call it bipolar weather, but you know, we got that in New York too. <laughs> yep. Seen that too. Yeah, man. I mean, it's so much. 2020 is, is crazy, as you and I it talked about. So many things that happen, and we try to find some kind of light, some kind of inspiration yes. you know, to look at, because that's how we have to cope. We, won't, we don't want to lose it. You know, we don't want to lose our sanity. It's new. It's, you know, because this is not normal. And I even tell, you know, friends, family, and even clients I work with, it's not normal to experience so much pain and death, like consecutively like that, so constant. Absolutely. So by the time you recover from one thing, you yes. hear about something else. Somebody lost yes. their life. I mean, it's just so much going on. And that's why I want to do a wrap up 
uh, about 2020 because I know a lot of us came into 2020. We was ready. 2020 yes. vision. I'm ready yes. to live my life. I'm ready to do some great things. And wham, here come the Thank pandemic. You. Wham, here come more, you know, the killing and, and stuff going on with racial violence. It's, yes. it's so much that we have to contend with this year. And we so have we have to expect better. We always have to look ahead. But we have to be aware of what we've gone through. Yes, we do. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. So that's why I have to talk about the successes and the goals, because a lot of us had goals, and some of those goals might have been deferred or delayed, right, because of what we're experiencing. But I don't want anybody to give up on their goals. Sometimes, you know, things in life, those things happen sometimes. Um, So sometimes they just, you just have to wait. Um, and yeah. keep praying and keep believing and, and praying and all that stuff. That's um, right. The first, and I had to get my little notes down because I don't want to forget. <laughs> I first want to talk about the good. Mm-hmm. Let's start up on a good foot. Um, and I'm going to ask you some things too, David, maybe some personal things okay. that you're working on or something that's, you know, that's new. But I know one thing I can say personally, the good that happened to me, and then I talk about overall out of this whole situation, the midst of it all, I was able to maybe launch some new, you know, products and services. Yes. And, and it's about meeting a need. I don't know if you remember, I did a whole self-care um, workshop mm-hmm. because I was acknowledging the mental health, the trauma that people's experiencing, and then reminding people of finding ways to kind of take care of themselves, mm-hmm. you know, in the midst of everything, because we neglect, you know, ourselves a lot. And we, we busy, do. busy, busy, and we don't take our time to breathe. Yes. <laughs> That's coming. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know me, I can, you know, have ways of being hyper when I'm ready, I'm energetic, I'm ready to work towards something, but I always remind myself to take a break, take a breather. You know, I have my little shows I like to watch. Those are my little outlets. Yes. Um, especially mentally, because I'm always doing mental work. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so I got to find stuff to kind of uh, deter me from that and just be fantasy land sometime. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I think about what's going on. Absolutely. So what have you been doing? What have you been, before I get into what have you been up to, how are you coping through all of this stuff that's going on? Well, preferably, uh, for me, it's um, more or less staying abreast of what's going on and staying prayerful about it because uh, we dealt with a lot of stuff this, at the beginning of this year as well as up to now. Right. Uh, a lot of racial profiling, a lot of uh, issues where uh, we lost a lot of brothers. Right. Um, based on police brutality. And, and so the only thing that I can do, how I cope with this, I, I pray. Of right. course, I've talked to people about it. I've talked to certain people, individuals who have gone through that, have been through situations like that, right. and find out how they cope with it. And so right. letting them know that somebody's here, we, we're, we're there for you, we're standing with you, and just to know that uh, things, as we pray, will get better. And right. so it's always looking forward for things to get better in that, in that instance right there. Right. So it's good. You bring me to my next thing, because I was going to talk about one thing I have saw that I've been praying for for a long time is that we get back to a sense of community where we yes. look out for one another. <clears throat> Absolutely. Because I think in the midst of being busy and going to get out, <laughs> whatever we try to get, we forget right. to check on our neighbor. You remember back yeah. in the days? That was so yes. common. That, you yes. know, the neighbors looked out for each other's kids. We checked on our yes. neighbor. We checked on Miss Mary next door. Miss Mary, yes. you all right? <laughs> we used to. You know, how you doing? Um, if somebody needs something to eat, I mean, all of that. And that's one thing I did see happen because of what we've gone through. Number one, because of what our race faced, you know, yes. as a black community, um, yes. getting back to checking on everybody. How you doing? You you know, you have a need, like, let me pray for you, whatever. But also as a whole, of all the cultures that kind of live here, even across the world, because, you know, this mm-hmm. pandemic itself had hit a lot of people. But even the protests, we know that's right. worldwide, too, because we see protests in Europe and everything. Yes. And so many other people that was, for, you know, in support of us as a culture. Um, I see more unity. Yes. Unity, and my prayer is always that that lasts. That's yes. my fear, that it doesn't last. It's like for a moment, we go right back to our isolation, me, myself, and I. Well, before we had a generation where everybody was, was responsible for everybody. Right. We had mothers in the neighborhood who always stand in, in, in privy, I'm sorry, not privy, stand in proxy, rather, of right. other mothers who work during the day for their kids. Yeah. So when you got in trouble, you not only got from the neighbor, you got away from your mom when she got home. Right. So we, so again, like you mentioned earlier, it was more community. You know, everybody worked for everybody. Everybody, it, it was a village, if you will. And so exactly. we all sought to look out for everybody, all the kids, everybody in the neighborhood, and it just worked out pretty well then. But now we've lost that sense of cohesiveness, if you will. And so yeah. now it's more or less 
a generation that's kind of like far from where we came from, trying to raise another generation and just kind of perpetuates on and losing exactly. a lot. Yeah. Right. That's so true. So I really hope that that kind of, that we learn something from that and realize how important it is to yes. look after each other. And it is a village. Yes. I used to always say it's a village. I don't care if you're an adult or a child. It takes yes. a village, you know, to support each yes. other. So I did see that. So I could say that's some positive things that have happened you know, the good <laughs> yes, um, in yes. 2020, the whole focus I said, like on self-care, but mental health, there's been a big more, a more well awareness spreading around about how important it is to take care of our mental health and yes. that mental health don't have to have a negative stigma. Mental health mm -hmm. is just taking care of yourself. It can be um, learning how to cope with stuff, you know, not being so stressed, not having so many anxieties and doing things to kind of help decrease those symptoms of anxiety and stress, <clears throat> depression. Yes. And again, the village helped with that a lot too, you know, having support around, you know, and even the nature of the work that I do, one of the things we always try to do, you know, with, um, you know, mental health clients is asking them who is their source of support? Because we right. know as human beings, that's important for everybody to have. Mm -hmm. Some of us just made it through some things, to be honest with you, because yes. we have support. Without yes. support, friends and some family members, I know stuff I've gone through, I don't know how I would have made it through or how would it came out, what kind of mindset. Absolutely. Because I had, like for me, the support was the church, my church family, my yes. biological family, and I had a lot of friends. Absolutely. And we was there for each other, but a lot of people don't have that. I have a lot of people that, I, like I said, I work with, they're by themselves. And I'm always reminded they don't have that. So it's part of my job sometimes to kind of connect them or, um, yeah, connect them and help them access different mm -hmm. community supports. That yes. they may not even know about. When people depress and, and have anxiety, sometimes they don't have the initiative to do that stuff. Right. So somebody, and that's what I mean by support too. Somebody got to be that link. So yes. it's like linkage, that linkage and referral source. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's what we, we got to get back to. Yes. But yeah, mental health is so important. Um, we still want a sense of community. So that's definitely something I wanted to cover. But yeah, the whole Black Lives Matter movement. I think yes. that was a good thing. Yes. <laughs> it was a very good thing. Um, reminding, uh, reminding us, because you know our culture, we came from that village where we looked out. Everybody was yes. the aunties and the uncles in the neighborhood. That's right. Even back to Africa. That's yes. how it was. And so just seeing us come together in unity, it made some changes. Some people may yes. disagree or argue, but it made some changes. It got people's attention. Yes. You know, like, this is it. Like, the next generation is like, okay, for every other movement that took place, that had to take place, that was for that time. But now, you know, our children, they have their own movement. They're tired of things. They have more access to things as well. So they can do even more. They can continue to work. It makes me think about when Jesus, you know, said he had, you know, left it up to us as he go back to the Father to do greater works. Yes. It doesn't mean we have more power than he is. People misinterpret that greater, but we will continue the work and do even more because all the years that's going to, but he's empowering us to do it. He lives inside of us. So we're going to, because we can't do it without him. You know, yes. Nobody needs to get it twisted. <laughs> Everything we do is with the power of God, but we're going to continue to do more and more and reach more. So I see I was, it that way. I was going to say that we're, the greater means it's, it's more of us than one of him. Yes. So he reaches out through us. Through, through the kingdom, through yes. the people of God. So it's more of us, yeah. Exactly. So, so, yeah. so that was a lot of the good stuff. Mm -hmm. Of course, we got to talk about the bad stuff. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, the pandemic, number one. Yes. Yes. Affected so many people. I don't even, remember, I don't even know the number right now. I should have looked it up before I got on, but I forgot the number now. But it's, it's still too high. To me, yes. one death is too much. Yes. From the pandemic. Um, Absolutely. I had lost, you know, I lost loved ones. I lost family members and friends. I lost yes. church members. So yes. for me, it's been an emotional roller coaster up and down. And I'm being aware of that too. I've gone through a lot emotionally. And then I lost people in between from other illnesses in the midst. So that's why I said it's important to have the self-awareness because I'm aware that that's some trauma. That's traumatic to experience that many multiple deaths. You know, usually a year go by, maybe two people, somebody died, and maybe it'd be a long time before somebody else, but almost every week or every other month, yes. that's a lot of bad news to take in. So it does affect you, and some people don't realize it, but I like to, you know, be aware of that. Yes. Um, yeah, this pandemic is something else. And I know, you know, you guys, you in the big city too. Well, I, sometimes I'm, I'm thinking I'm still living in New York. But anyway, <laughs> but Richmond has a, is a decent-sized city. But I mean, such a big city, 
to try to control the spread is is challenging. Yeah, we've just lost our chief uh, chief police chief uh, last mm -hmm. this 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 week. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, we just lost him, and uh, so it's it's a great loss. He's Some he's done a great a great job in terms of being police chief, and um, he fell sick about maybe two months ago, and he, he finally succumbed to it, and he lost his life, and so. From COVID. Yes, COVID nineteen. Oh my God! That's I yeah. didn't know that. That's terrible. <clears throat> yes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it makes it real when it comes closer to your door, especially you know. It's Absolutely. Alive. So yeah. you know, praying that this thing becomes you know gets under control. Yeah. Um, I know it's been a lot of other plagues years and years ago. I was actually trying to go back and research and see how they dealt with that and how long those plague lasts. I've seen it, but I got to go back and look at it. But it's, yeah. it's unimaginable. It's really unimaginable what's going on. It Sometimes is. it's surreal for me. Sometimes it, it, it has, is. It have to be reminded, like we're in the midst of a pandemic. Like exactly. people are really dying. From yes. This thing. It's unfathomable to think about a year ago. We would have never thought this would happen. Never. We would have never imagined walking around with a mask all day long. No. Um, being six feet apart. Right. This whole social distancing thing. We never thought that. You see, and that just goes to show you that you never know what's coming for. So again, we have to be able to support each other and be prayerful uh, in a productive way, or I should say, right. proactive way. I should say, right. proactive. And so, um, you know, I think that um, uh, our Obama spoke about this years ago about we need oh. to be positioned right in case right. something like this does happen. Right. We need to know how to respond and how to react. And he spoke about being proactive in it, but I guess nobody listened. Proactive. So here Keep we are word. now. Here we are now. Yeah. Tell number 45. Keyword. Proactive. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh my God. Um, hey, Obama. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. From yeah. Obama. Um, pandemic. I did have a question. It kind of left my mind. You said something that made me think of something else. Mm -hmm. Um, with being prepared, being proactive. Oh, that we never would have seen this even coming. I think what happens is sometimes we don't think about it constantly all day, but when I go outside and see us walking around with masks, it becomes real again. It's like, wow, we are living. And there's other countries who've done this, like across Asia, but for us, it's like, we, are, we have to wear masks and we have to be reminded. I know you, it happens to you sometimes. You get frustrated. It's like, oh my God, my mask. You got to go back to the car. Right, right, right. It's like right. there's so much, it's like to me, it's more mental work we got to do because now we got to yes, be reminded to take your mask. If you want to yes. use gloves sometime when you pump that gas or whatever you do and throw the gloves away, we got to be so extra conscious now about everything. Keep in so, mind, you know, this is worldwide now. This is not right. some, this is worldwide. Exactly. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's, 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 I'm telling you, it's really, uh, it's it's really it's really mind-boggling. I'm mean, to, yeah. to know this is our this is our norm now. Right. This is the norm. <laughs> it's like we didn't want to say that, but it's yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, so. it's crazy. Good Lord, we thank God He's powerful and able to remove everything, but right Absolutely. now we have to live through it. So we Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that's some of the bad things. Uh, well, we know we don't want to talk about it too long because I'm so tired of talking about Trump or hearing stuff. I'm sorry. I I'm just real. I yeah. I can't <clears throat> I don't never wish anything bad to anybody. I just want God to remove him from office. That's been done. See what the next leader is going to do. All we have is people's promises and what they want to do, right? We don't know we don't know what people are going to do till they get in office. But we right. know what we have in office now and we know that he needs to be removed. So that's just all okay. I got to say on the matter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because to me he's just sowing bad fruit. Um, I don't see how it's edifying us as a nation of people. For mm -hmm. all people, you know what I'm saying? So um, I'm tired of that whole dilemma. That's something we mm -hmm. have to encounter and contend with as well. Behaviors, uh, the whole narcissistic behavior. I mean, I saw it from the beginning. And so people's calling, I was like, he got clear symptoms of a, a narcissist, what a narcissist does, and not right. caring about other people. And, he, and he's not that type of person. He's not community oriented. A leader mm -hmm. have to care about the nation, the people. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say that. Do that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think his desire to to be president was authentic. I think it was more of a notch in his belt. Exactly. I think he. Not, again, this is this is not against him. But what I believe is that it was not a true desire to be a, a leader of the country. It was more or less right. a notch in his belt to say I've accomplished this, I've accomplished that, and got this and did that and the other. Don't think it was. 
I don't right. think he had an authentic desire to, for a benefit at all. No. But I'm praying for him. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, but God, <laughs> you know me, I got it. Yeah. No, we pray. And look, I, I said many prayers. Um, trust me. Yeah. Um, and he was used as a sheep goat. I always said he was used as a sheep goat to carry out the, the agenda of a particular, yeah. particular people, particular parties. And yes. I will be right there. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, have your way. We talked about the losses. That was some bad stuff. The racial profile crimes. Now, David, now I know you've gone through something recently. If you don't mind sharing, because you have experienced that whole racial profiling, being pulled over by the police. Numerous times. Oh, Jesus. Where were you? What was happening? Well, um, I was I returning you, back. I believe in VA, but go ahead. <laughs> I in VA, my way back. Um, and on the highway, I can't re remember what highway it was. And I, I, saw, I saw him pull aside of me uh -huh. on his way to pass me. Right. When he saw I was a black man. Everything changed. Mm. Then he rescinded. He got behind me. Mm -hmm. He stayed. He stayed behind me for about maybe about mm, ten minutes. Right when I crossed, I think the I seventy something like that. And he desired. He he, he decided rather to to activate his overheads. So that's his light. So he pulled me over. He said, "How you doing, sir?" I said, "I'm fine." He said, "I said, what's the problem?" He said, "Well, I pulled you over because you were speeding. You were doing seventy-two and sixty-five back on the other highway, and I waited mm -hmm. to pull you over because I need to get you clear." I said, that's so. So long story short, um, it was clearly, uh, it was harassment. It was pure harassment. Right. Um, to say the least, he said, wait here. After I gave him my credentials, he said, wait here. He went back to the, his vehicle, his patrol car. He caught him, called in another cop, by the way, and then he called in another cop. The third cop was the canine unit. Now, those of you who know the canine unit, that's the dog who, who, who searches out your vehicle for contraband or narcotics exactly so he gets me out the car he says listen um the dog has picked up a scent of narcotics in your car so i'm, I'm explaining to him to say listen i i don't do drugs it was a rental it was a rental right. i said now, i don't know who had the vehicle before me but i don't have any any any, any uh contraband or, or drugs in the, in the car so he proceeded to search the car while doing that he's giving me all these questions coming at me with all the questions and the, so the whole thing was really kind of um it was racial profiling it clearly was right. um it was not really embarrassing, but a shame to our law enforcement because we're still dealing with the same issues that right. were going for years back in the '60s, '70s, and '80s. Well, actually, before then, really. Right. So it was it was a it was a really a, a a stressful situation. Wasn't scared for my life, you know. He didn't pull his gun like anything like that. He, he seemed very calm about it. Both officers. But why waste my time thirty minutes um, because you see a black man on the freeway and you assume he's doing something against the law? Right. So it was bad. It was, it could have turned out worse. Right. But I was civil. I was civil. I was I was I went right with him. I didn't I didn't kick back. I didn't I didn't refute right. anything. I'm because I'm trying to live. It's right. Now, I could have been another way. He could have been another cop. I could have been another black man. Right. So I thank God that God held my composure to walk in a very first of all in a Christian way. Right. I could have lost my temper. Right. And walk in a, in a civil you know just in a way to say listen I don't have anything to hide go through the vehicle so. Long story short, he gave me a ticket. Well, actually, he gave me a warning, and said, "You're fine. Uh, you're fine. You're free to leave." And so that was the situation right there. But like you were saying, though, it could have turned out worse. Yeah, um, I was on the other line for you people, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "David, <laughs> just try to comply. Because you know, I need you to be safe. Yes, <laughs> I need you to get home." If you right. need to complain, we're going to do that later. <laughs> yes, because see, so I was you, nervous. I went into prayer. I was like, oh, my God, Jesus, Lord. Because remember, the phone disconnected. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. when I was like, oh, my God, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I started I actually, praying. I was like, Lord, yeah. please. And you said you was, I was like, David, just think. <laughs> yes, because I, I wanted to go. I'm, I'm not, let me be honest with you all. Yeah. I wanted to go off because I knew it was bogus. I knew it was not a legitimate pullover. He, right. he had no... He had no reason to pull me over. He was not speeding it, like it, that. It's, it's, let, me, let me say this. It's that fear in them that we're, well, I won't go there. <laughs> but no, anyway, that's, I know. that's what happened. And, and uh, yeah, I, was, I, I wanted to go off, but I didn't. And we, I, the Lord brought me through, and I you know, ended up getting home. So thank God for that. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. You know, I was calling everybody, pray. <laughs> I called one of my prayer warriors. I called my daughter. I was just like, right, right, right. just be prepared. You know, that's the way I help yes. other people sometimes. Just. Oh my God! So I was only yes. the phone disconnected. I was yes. like, I wanted to see what was going to happen. I, oh my God! 
I can yeah. look too far back. I was like, what in the world? Especially when you said they brought the, the canine. Then you said it was a van or a truck or something that came, another yeah. vehicle? Yes, it was three altogether. It was the first cop that put me, put me over. It was a second car behind him, and then there was a canine unit. Now, keep in mind, Cheryl, this is not the first time this happened. I've right. traveled back from New York and Ohio. Same situation, same okay. problem, same, okay. uh, same uh, unquote, okay. unquote reason to be pulled over because you were whatever you said. But we know right. that's not the reason why. Right. So, yeah. Um, you got a van, a rental van, dark color van, yes. black man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Riding in the car, yeah. like okay, the dog smells. I'm, okay, whatever. Because, <laughs> yeah. because we human. So yeah, sometimes you wanna. It's bad. It's so sad that we can't even practice our rights. Like have the right to even ask them why I'm pulled over and all of that stuff. Because you got yes. just the fact that you ask them, they get the ones that are bad. They get the ones who are emotionally dysregulated. They get right. angry and they become defensive. So it's almost like you feel scared to even ask. Well, officer, why did you pull me over? What did I do? Did you see what happened with people? Just by asking yes. a question, they're not here today. So of course right. my mind went there for a moment like, don't even <laughs> Right. Don't get upset. Try to mm -hmm. stay emotionally regulated as much as possible. Oh, this is what I was praying. Like, oh my God. It's see, that, see, sure, that goal, and we're not going to say this too long, their goal is to search your vehicle. That's what he wanted to do. Right. So right. He didn't, rather than asking for my consent to do it, he created a, a situation where I had to comply with it. Right. I was. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna fight back anymore. I wasn't gonna. Right. Know, play along with it. So go I'm ahead. I'm <laughs> my black man, black brother. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! A song was coming to my head. This name. What's the name of that song by Angie? Huh? Wait. Song. Song about black man. Hold my brother. Da, da. I can't think of the name right now. Okay. Okay. For you, no matter what. <laughs> it's coming to me anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah. That was. Whoo. Yeah. Almost kind of close, but it's funny. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about that that those symptoms of like that PST symptom when a lot of us are dealing with now. When we see the police now, a lot of us automatically like, oh my god, we tense up. Yes. And they put their sirens on, and that happened to me. I told you maybe it was in the summertime, beginning of this year actually. Mm -hmm. And I was turning the corner down a particular street I take all of the time. They had pulled the police had pulled another car over, but one policeman was standing outside. So as I was turning, I'm not speeding. I hear this white officer go, pull over. I mean, he said it so loud. Yes. I didn't hear him at first. I'm focused. My windows are up. I got music on. I'm headed towards, I forgot where I was going. <laughs> I think I was going to meet a client. Mm -hmm. And I heard it a second time. And then I looked out my rear view window. I was like, oh, he's talking to me. He said it again. Pull over. I'm telling you, at that moment, it's like my heart jumped into my stomach. Wow. Because the yelling, and I'm like, what did I what did I do? You know, and remember, this is in the midst, so it had to be like around, maybe, it was kind of beginning of the summer, maybe around eight, May or June or something like that, because it was in the midst of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Everything that's happening, and all of, I'm thinking about all the brothers that got killed by the police, and all yes. you go. So sometimes you can't help your mind and go there for a moment. So I felt yes. a little traumatic in my, yes. in my, ugh, my uh, gut. And so I pulled over, but thank God when he got to my car, he happened to be a very nice officer. He right. did not realize he had to yell because I'm driving, I'm focused. This, he's not in the car to, to you know, put his sirens on. He's right. standing outside. So we traveling with a lot of other cars. Right. So he came over so nice. Hey, ma'am, oh, I just wanted to, I think it had to be my inspection stick or something like that. But I was like, I had to take a deep breath. I was like, this is what people are experiencing. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, we experience trauma in the body. So it's like, I felt it all in my body. I was like, oh my God, I got so nervous. But when he came over, his spirit was different than it that left me. But still, I could identify with having like that PS, PTSD yes. type of symptoms, like just getting nervous in your, in your gut. And oh man, I had to pray myself through that one. Yeah. Okay. So yes, the bad stuff, the bad stuff. Um, and you know, my daughter was diagnosed with COVID-19, but thank God she didn't have no intense symptoms. She thank had like God. a fever, a couple of aches for like two days, <clears> and it went away. <throat> thank God. Thank God. Yeah. You know, I had everybody praying for her too. That was another little scare. Yeah. Then mm -hmm. I had to quarantine myself for her, so I couldn't really, you know, as a mom, you know, you're yes. a parent. You want to take care of your child, nurture them, hug them, rub their head, get the, right. the, the cloth on their head. She had to do all of that. I had to stand from a distance. <laughs> Why she, you know, check the temperature and all that, but Absolutely, thank God yeah. she didn't take her, you know, she didn't suffer too long with that. Um, Very good. 
Yeah, that, that was another scare for me personally, the bad that happened. Mm -hmm. um, and when I was talking about the whole Black Lives Matter, you know, with the, the protests and bringing down a lot of these statues for us that represented racism or slavery and yes. in Virginia, they did a whole lot of that, just pulling that down. And then the governor recently said, they're going to put up some new statues. Wow. Having nothing to do with the Confederacy or nothing like that. Right, right. So I'm like, okay, that's that's good, you know. So I'm glad they, they again, like I said, the protest in the Black Lives Matter movement, it got somebody's attention that we're yes. no longer taking and just accepting and being passive. Like, those days are over. <laughs> yes. Yes. Things are over. We have a voice. So that, that came out of the, us coming together as a unity, the community. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there was a, a gentleman in the uh, particular neighborhood that I usually go through who had a Confederate sign up. Uh, I'm sorry, a Confederate flag. Right. When he saw that I was fre frequently run that mm. in that area, that my work right. anyway, um, he took, this, took the flag down. So now I don't know why he did it. Okay. I applaud, I applaud him for it. Okay. Maybe he's, you know, so I, I so those are good things. It, it seems to be having a good effect around certain areas, and right. that's good. Um, hopefully, it'll it'll be everywhere. So right. I, I can say I, I like that as well. Exactly. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about the lessons that we learned in twenty twenty. Um, mm -hmm. Any personal lessons you've learned in twenty twenty out of everything we talked about, everything that we experienced, good and bad. Yeah, well, I've learned tenacity is important. Um, being that we've gone through so much this year, um, yeah. this has been a trying year. Yeah. Being that we've gone through so much, um, it can e easily take you off your stance. You can right. easily be removed from your, 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 your post, if you will. Exactly. Um, I've learned to stand my post, mm -hmm. stay consistent, stay persistent, stay, like we talked about before, proactive and stay right. in my lane. Stay in my lane. Well, right, right. Stay, stay as a visionary, stay as prayerful. Yeah. Uh, stay as communicative, if you will. Mm -hmm. Reaching out, of course, uh, with my right. kids. All my kids are grown, thank God. But thank stay as a, as a dad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just continue to, uh, as, far, as far as my music, yes, just keep putting my whole heart into it and praying and pushing it through, regardless of what's going on, because a lot of people, we've lost a lot of artists this, this year. We, oh, my we, God. We've lost, we've lost actors, actresses. That's a whole nother thing. And so we, I've learned just to, to hang in there, Cheryl. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I'll yeah. get to your music in a minute, too, but I, I definitely hear you. Um, okay. And I know some of the things, that, lessons I learned, you, you did as well. Um, mm -hmm. Everything you just said. And then I've learned to, not that I didn't cherish families and friends before, but it makes you think about it even more. Cherishing, yes. cherishing family and friends. Um, walking in hell. Like yes. Taking that more seriously, you know, yes. with that, being tenacious with that. So I can enjoy the fruits of my labor. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, and I also, let me see. I enjoy the lessons about self-care mental health and helping other people understand what that is and helping other people become more conscious and proactive in taking care of themselves. Yes. Mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, all of that. All of that. Uh, those are lessons I think a lot of us learned that those things are important. Like the whole person that we are, you know, inside and out. Um, walking in love. And yes. also, yeah, walking in love. And, you know, I've been focused on that like the month of November because, you know, I did self-care in like October. That was like focus on self-care. November, I started mm -hmm. doing workshops and writing about, you know, walking in love and loving self. And so even for those of you who are listening, if you follow me or if you want to, see some of the workshops I have that you can actually join, some free, some very low, low fee. I have a workshop that I actually just put out called New, um, Learning How to Love You Workshop. And you can yes. go to my Get Your Life Back Academy. I have an academy where I have a lot of different courses. I have eBooks you can download, yes. um, stuff about how to experience inner joy. I talk mm. about the God factor because I don't believe we can have real joy without having God in our lives. Absolutely. You know, a lot of people Absolutely. push God out of everything and Absolutely. really find joy because see, being happy is based on what's happening. But yes. the joy that comes from inside with mm -hmm. God and also joy that you get out of things that you love to do in friends and family and relationships. Yes. That gives yes. you a sense of joy and peace as well. Mm -hmm. um, so if you want to go into that masterclass, I'm telling you, it's a blessing. Um, learning how to love you because again we talked about self-care with self-love is right up there with that because there's people who don't love themselves for, yes. for a different reason 
and, or maybe lost themselves and want to learn how to love, fall back in love with themselves again, with everything that you possess, you know, yeah. your strengths, your right. value. And so that's what that masterclass is actually like a masterclass workshop is all about. Right. And I also have one on inner joy and, and you know, inner joy and, um, and the God factor, like just right. acknowledging God in everything that we do. Right. Um, so you can go to, again to get your life back Academy to sign up for that particular masterclass. Um, so, you know, everything I do, um, David, I just try to think of other people. How can I be a blessing to other people? You know, not mm -hmm. being self selfless, not being selfish, but selfless. Yes, and, um, and that's always been my prayer. God, I always want to be a blessing in all that I do. Mm -hmm. How can I be a blessing to somebody else? How can it help right. somebody else? Mm -hmm. um, so that was that. The goals, goals. Now I want to get to that music in a minute. So goals, a lot of you have goals. Don't forget to leave some comments down here because I want to continue the conversation. Those of you who are tuning in. Um, a lot mm -hmm. of you have goals that we set out in 2020. Some of them are unfinished, right? Some of them, they delayed right now, but we can get right back okay. to it. I'm here to encourage somebody, don't give up on your goals because it didn't happen in 2020. It doesn't mean that you can't do it in 2021. Don't right. tell yourself that. A lot of times we held captive by our thoughts and yes. In prison, we think, oh, we missed it. No, there's another chance. You know, and you know this too, David. Even sometimes God do give you opportunity, say, this is your season to do this, and say you miss it. He doesn't just disqualify the whole time. Sometimes we just got to learn whatever lesson and no. realize, God, give me that season again. I'm going right. ready this time. So if you want to look at things differently, not necessarily as a loss or failure, but what lesson did you learn out of that? And what you yes. want to do next time? You know, to make exactly. it available, be positioned, as David mentioned earlier, be on your post so when the opportunity comes again, you're ready this time. Because you exactly. have to learn those lessons sometimes and even make us ready. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you That's want to say about that? I'm sorry? Anything you have to say on that? Well, um, I want to go back to uh, one of the lessons I've learned. One of the main lessons I've learned is not to take life for granted. Right. Um, Again, we mentioned about uh, people, loss of lives, or whatever. But on that note, um, kind of like what you said, um, mm -hmm. this post is important. And right. if you're not at your post at a specific time, whatever, you could miss it. But you know what, though? It doesn't really matter because life goes on. So do you. Right. So you can find that time to do what you have to do. I mean, sometimes um, thresholds are, are important. Yeah. And they are. Yeah. But we have the grace of God. Yes. And if God can use you back then where you missed it, he can use you now. Exactly. So don't, don't be discouraged. Don't be all thrown out of, out of, you can make it, you can get it done. So right. I encourage you all, just do it. Do it to your heart. Then make it work. Amen. Amen. It happens. Still yeah. living. That means we still have yes. another chance. <laughs> yes. So like I was saying, though, there's unfinished business. Some of us got to get back to some of us, what I've seen, even with businesses, you know, there's a lot of loss. That's another loss. People have to close down their business because of what's yes. going on. Yes. Um, or they took a loss, financial loss in their business. My business mm -hmm. was hit. You know, part of my business besides making the natural products and stuff, I had to stop doing people's hair, quote, the social distancing. Right. You know, to protect them and myself. So that was another chunk of income that I had mm -hmm. coming in. And then, you know, with my hours decreasing, even as being a central worker as a mental health counselor. So I took a cut and a loss in wages and in, and in my income. So it's like experiencing all of that is a lot, but, you know, I thank God, you know, he gives us the spirit to be innovative and creative. He's a creator. So that means we create creative. A lot of people just don't know sometimes what they create. Creative right. is what I'm looking for. Creativity. Right. Creativity is. Creativity. And I'm right. And that's, you know, I love to help people find that. But um, where was I going with that? Purpose and passion. Mm -hmm. that purpose and passion as a goal and learning whenever your purpose and passion is learn how to operate in it. And this is yes. the reason for that. So like, again, I'm going back to how people lost businesses. I know a lot of people who had to rebrand mm -hmm. sometimes and companies do it all the time. You see them yes, come back new and better, new and improved. Yes. They can yes. be a product or something. People yes. do it all the time. And I think a lot of people, David beat themselves up when they, they the way they see stuff as a failure. And, but what keeps me is like, I see companies do it all the time. They come yes, back they with something better, something greater. They may even rename their business. That's part yes. of rebranding. I've, I've seen that a lot. Right. I've seen that a lot, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to count it as a total loss. What did you learn right. from it? Use it and keep going. My yes. mom went through that when he had opened up a gym. 
And because the people they was leasing the gym, I mean, he they, he did so much work. Him and his friend Antonio, they built that place up. He had a gym. I was so proud of him. People coming in to work out. He had equipment. He restructured the inside, the everything. Mm -hmm. And because again, you know, it's always a little sketchy. And I remember years ago, somebody said, if you're going to get a business, try not to lease. Try to own the building because right. the landlord can always go up on the on the lease. And right. this is what happened in the situation. All of a sudden, he wanted them to lock in to like a three-year, two or three-year contract. Now, yes. that's not easy to do when you have a client-based business. You just started. So right. you're still trying to get in clientele. You're still marketing. You knew, you're the new kid on the block. Yes. You can't really lock into something unless you got a lot of capital, a lot of extra money. But you know, a lot yes. of small black-owned businesses, we trying to make it. And I, yes. if you, even if you're not small and black-owned, you know this too. In the beginning of your business, a lot of times, you don't really expect to see real money until maybe after two or three years. In the mm -hmm. first couple of years, your money's going right back into the business. Sometimes you don't even have many profits after because mm -hmm. you get expenses growing right. your business. It goes right, right. back into it. And so yes. that's where he was. So, you know, because, you know, with gyms and stuff like that, people sporadic sometimes. Yes. Yeah, people come for a while, they're not coming. So he couldn't right. hop into it. So he had to shut the business down. So now he had this debt which he's almost finished paying off, thank God. But what he decided to do, David, he came up with another strategy and it was him and his partner decided to do, still do the physical fitness and training, but we just wanna do one-on-one. -on -one. They did the private or meet their clients out at the gym. So there was another way they had to kind of shift. Yes. I like that, it was inspiring to me because he didn't just give up totally. He said, yes. okay, we're just gonna meet with our clients. We're gonna go where they are, whether it's at yes. home, business, at the gym, still give them, a workout strategy or plan and meal plan, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And that's what they did. So a lot Thank of people you. are doing that now. And for me, it was inspiring. I was like, wow, that's so great. You didn't just yes. shut the door. Maybe he'll yes. open one up again later. Who knows? But still, mm -hmm. and a lot of people doing that. A lot of home-based business are being burned. Yes. Some of the good things happening. So yes. you don't have to just close up on your visions and your dreams and your goals. So maybe you have to revamp. Maybe you have to reinvent. Maybe you mm -hmm. have to rebrand. Yes. Maybe you have to wait a minute and, and start back up again, you know, mm -hmm. but I know there's a lot of loss. You know, I've seen a lot of businesses that shut down, yeah. <laughs> you know, based on that. Um, and Thank I you. actually have a, I interviewed someone named Regina. She goes, wait, I know her from back in New York. She used to work with me at the after school program and mm -hmm. she sells jewelry. And I've seen that she did a whole rebranding through the midst of all this during the summertime. So mm -hmm. I actually interviewed her. We talked about the whole rebranding and shifting because we was trying to inspire people not to give up on their dreams and goals. And so if mm -hmm. anybody want to see that, again, go to my YouTube channel, Cheryl Howard, get your life back. And if you look up something called rebranding mm -hmm. with Regina, you'll find that interview was very inspiring because she had to do some things as well in the midst of it all. Because she'd been, from the time I known her, she started that jewelry business. She wow. made her own jewelry. She don't sell anybody else brand. Not knocking anybody else. But you know, I love, you know, I like making stuff with my hands. She and she creates her own jewelry. And I remember from the beginning of her business and where she is now, all over, just doing stuff. I was I had to have her on my show because I wanted to inspire somebody. <coughs> but anyway, we're coming to the end of this podcast. Um, and we're talking about what we are praying for going forward, now mm -hmm. and then going forward. Um, but wait, I want to back back up because we talked about rebranding. You have some things coming down the pipeline, brother. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. What are you working on this season? Yes, um, I got <laughs> some music. That yeah, I got. Uh, well, you all, as you all know, she introduced me as Dave Lt. That's my stage name. Dave Lt. Uh, I'm a gospel artist, but I don't stay with the genre of gospel per se. I got gospel jazz, gospel country, gospel you name it. I got it. So my upcoming project I got coming out. It's, uh, it's got it's a gospel country song called God's Love, but it's called Old Fashioned Love. Many of us know what that is. <laughs> and yeah. I also have another uh, project that I'm working on. It's called um, Rapture. It's a kind of like a jazzy type uh, gospel song, but you'll hear it. It's coming up down the pipeline probably early, early 2021. So you'll hear that. That's awesome. I would say you, you don't have to say the name if you didn't want to, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but that's awesome. That's real awesome. So, yeah. so that's something exciting <clears throat> to look toward doing. So you're actually working on an album of it, right? Mm -hmm. Well, when it's actually units to make an album. Right. I'm going to okay. release a unit, probably a unit every two months. Okay. So at the end of the year, it'll be a full album. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and what about, what about you, Cheryl? I was going <laughs> to say, I still got a little bit of vocal ability left. 
Okay. <laughs> you will be on. You are on some of my projects already. <laughs> I just don't see it yet, guys. But you know, I'm yeah. just gonna plug it. That's what you gotta do. You gotta put it out there. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. You never know. I've learned that even just in God, just yeah. Sometimes you don't do it consciously. You speak and stuff because God knows who's gonna be in the room. And then I had yeah. other experiments where I felt led to put it out there and open up the door to something. Yes. So I put it out there. <laughs> now I got plans for you. I got plans for you already. All righty, all righty. As you know. So those are our, pre you know, we praying about that, things that we looking forward to. What are you guys looking forward to? What are you still working on? What's your dreams? What's your visions for 2021? We're not going to do what they call uh, every year. People try to uh, come up with their own, mm -hmm. I'm calling it visions, but their New Year's something. You know what I'm talking about? People always say, what's your New yes. Year's? I can't think of that word right now. Right. I say vision. Um, people say resolutions. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. However, yeah. we're talking about visions and dreams. What has God been speaking to you? Um, right. I encourage you to just stay in it. Stay in the fight. Hold on. Press towards it. Don't give up. Right. Um, Taking all the lessons that you've learned this season. Um, it may really be the thing that catapults you into your future, into your purpose, your passion, your destiny. And, yes. Um, it's, it's all how you see it. All things work together for the good to them who love God and who are called according to his purpose. So the good That's and right. the bad are working together. If you're still here in the land of the living, there's still much for you to do. There's still things yes. that God has for you to do. And that's why you got to receive it and, 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 and partner with God on it and just believe until it comes to pass. A lot yes. of things that are birthed, as you know, David, it goes through, um, mm, I'm thinking about earthquakes. I'm thinking about when something is about to come forth. I'm thinking about when a woman is about to give birth and the pains that come before she gives birth. It's not always an easy pregnancy, <laughs> but sometimes that pregnancy was so hard. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of one of my friends right now who had a daughter. She's so, she has so much in her. And it's like, just to go through all of that, to come out with this child, a daughter of hers who's so, she's powerful. Let me tell you, she's prophetic. This little girl, mm -hmm. I can talk about her. She's like my spiritual niece. I mean, but all the hell she went through, you look back when I'm saying it was like it was worth it because you didn't, you don't even know. Some of you don't even know what God is birthing in you, what is going to come forth. Right now, right. you can see the pain, you see the earthquakes, you see the topsy turbulence, all the crazy stuff. And it looks like it's not going to happen. And I have seen right. people like, God, is this thing going to really happen? But exactly. when it happens, it's like everything you have endured, it's like a dream. It's like, it, did that even happen? Like, how mm -hmm. did I even get through it? Because now you're on the other side, and all the stuff you went through sometimes becomes like a dream. Like, wow. It seemed long when you're in it, the process. Yes. yes. <laughs> the pressing. <laughs> but, you know, we're going to chill because we can easily go into a priesthood. But yes. anyway, <laughs> but yeah, my prayer for everyone is the health and prosperity, healing, restoration. Mm -hmm. um, and I also have a video I also did because I did a prayer. I did an intercessory prayer for such a time as this. And it's on okay. my YouTube other channel, Healing for Your Soul Ministries. And so mm -hmm. there's a prayer called the Intercessory Prayer mm -hmm. on YouTube. You can go to Healing for Your Soul Ministries and you'll see that prayer. But I just felt led that day, David, just all the things that we have gone through to just go into intercessory prayer. And I know it's mm -hmm. a blessing to a lot of people, but right. we need the restoration personally mm -hmm. and we need it nationally and all across the world. Yes, um, we do. We need that restoration, um, healing, emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally. We need yes. restoration, we need healing, and prosperity in all areas, not just financially. Yes. Prosper in relationships, prosper, that could be family, that can be friends, uh, work relationships, whatever, prospering in all, prospering in our health, even mm -hmm. as our soul prosper. So yes. um, that kind of, that's what I kind of wanted to pray for. Um, that's my prayer, actually, for all of yes. us okay. that we prosper in every area of our life and that we come out of this thing that 2021 is going to be better, um, yes. we're going to be healed and whole, the pandemic is going to be gone, erased, just, you know, we're going to overcome that, we're yes. going to be able to get back to normal again, but mm -hmm. we're also going to have some new things that are going to be great that came out of this, some yes. of us have lives that changed for the better because yes. of this, and I, I thank God for that as well. Mm -hmm. And while we're still here, we can still make a difference. We can still have a positive impact on people around us and people that we encounter. Result, that yeah. is my prayer. Um, David, I was going to ask you, man of God, to say a word of prayer, if you don't mind. Okay, so 
I want all of you right now just to lift your hands right now, just to look to heaven right now. There's a God in heaven that cares about you. He wants you to know that even though we're in the midst of a pandemic, he's still God. Yeah. And there's healing in the land right now because Jesus, Jesus is right now walking amongst us right now. Yeah. So we just want to believe God right now that, that a difference is coming. We may not see it. We may not hear it. We may not smell it. But God is working in the midst right now. Mm -hmm. So just receive your healing. Receive the fact that God is getting, this is a new start. This yeah. is a new, a, new, a, new, a new jump off, new launch yes. to what you're doing. Let's forget about the losses of last year and take and embrace what God sets before you, which is your visions and your plans, all your blessings, and take life and just jump at it and just give God the glory in the process of, process, yeah. process of it and just know that God's in control. Amen. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Mm. I'm touching and agree with you. Two or three gathered together. God is great. Yes. So I thank God for all that. I thank yes. God for what he's going to do. I thank God for what he's doing in your life even yes. right now. Some yes. of you see it. Some of you don't see it. But when yes. it comes out, you're going to be able to look back and go, wow. Yes. You know, I thank God for that because we experience seasons like that. Yes. You know, we, we don't always see the end. He show you a glimpse sometimes. He show yes. you the size of a man, a cloud the size of a man's hand or yes. give you some prophecy in part and you don't see the whole thing, but that yes. sometimes is enough to keep you holding on to see what yes. the end is going to be, you know, yes. to see what the end of, of the tunnel looks like, you know, know that yes. there's a brighter day coming. And so a lot of times we're holding on to holding on. I mean, I always say that sometimes when I find myself against the wall in certain situations and you're really trying to hold on, I'm like, God, I'm literally holding on to the holding on. So I know some of you know what that feels like. So yes. you're trying to hold on to not giving up, basically. Yeah. So don't give yeah. up. Be encouraged. Be motivated. Follow me again. I have so many different videos that are inspirational, motivational. Um, share my story, other people's story, and a lot of strategies that really help you cope and just cope with only, not only your personal things, but cope with everything that's going on around you in your environment mm -hmm. um, and just stay in focus. Mr. Dave LT, I want to thank you for joining me. This thank was so me, fun. Thank you. Thank I you don't for know me. how long we stayed on, but it was really, really, really fun. And I look yes. forward to doing some more um, and, podcasts with you. And we will. And we will. <laughs> yes. Thank you, everybody. Take care. We see you again. God be with you. Bye-bye. Peace. Love y'all.